a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's Voice of Reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. 2023 is shaping up to be a very important year for our national security here in the United States of America. We have a lot of important decisions to make over the next few months, really, when it comes to support for Ukraine, uh, TikTok and China and a host of other things. And someone who's been in the middle of the middle of a lot of those discussions back in our nation's capital is Utah Senator Mitt Romney. And Senator Romney, we appreciate you joining us on what I know is a very busy day back in our nation's capital and uh, a host of things to cover uh, from your unique perch there in the United States Senate. And uh, would love to start, if we can, uh, with TikTok. And obviously that is the uh, the talk of the town these days in terms of what it is and what it means. You're part of a bipartisan group uh, looking at uh, how we monitor that and what we need to do to make sure uh, we maintain our security and what uh, China is gathering in terms of our citizens' data. Yeah, I think it's important for us to recognize that uh, China has its eyes on everything we do and on our people. Uh, I'm one of those that's concerned about my personal privacy. I don't want our government following everything I do. Uh, I particularly don't want the Chinese Communist Party uh, being able to follow everything I do and that everybody in our country does. Uh, And that's, of course, related to TikTok, but but it relates to other things as well. And so the bill that uh, we have proposed uh, provides the Secretary of Commerce the capacity uh, to limit or to put tariffs on or actually to deny uh, certain products from coming into our country uh, if they determine that they represent a threat to our national security. And uh, it, it would include potentially a uh, TikTok, but it could include many other things as well. I read uh, just a couple of days ago that uh, the, the Chinese are putting uh, cranes in our ports that are able to spy on uh, on our ships and what we receive and what we send, uh, including our military ships. These things uh, are important, and we need to make sure that we have adjusted them in such a way that they don't put us at risk. Yeah, I think that's uh, so vital, and obviously coming together with a, a large bipartisan group, uh, a rarity in Washington these days, sadly. Uh, but one of the things that I noticed in the, the bill that you alluded to uh, that I wanted to just drill down on for a second, and that is uh, as you talk about whether it's TikTok, an app, or whether it's a, a, a crane, or whether it's a chip or part of a of an iPhone, uh, all of those things that could impact critical infrastructure or integral telecommunications products, uh, all of those things would be included in this oversight or this uh, authority under the uh, Secretary of Commerce. Is that correct? That's exactly right. I, I think we have to recognize that in this modern era, Uh, A nation is potentially able to take out the infrastructure of another nation uh, simply with the push of a button. Uh, And so what we don't want to do is put ourselves in a a position of vulnerability to to a nation, whether it's Russia or China or Iran or North Korea, that would have the capacity to say, "Okay, we're turning off America's electricity or its water uh, until you give us X, Y and Z. That's just not not, not acceptable. And we have to recognize that uh, and make sure that as we are uh, letting the Chinese and others uh, invest in our country and send products to our country and applications to our country that we're not making ourselves more vulnerable uh, to malevolent malevolent acts on their part. 
Uh, one of the things that is included uh, in the proposed piece of legislation is uh, an education process in terms of the public and the business community. And I think this is an interesting area. Obviously, you have a lot of young people as it relates to TikTok who, who might shrug their shoulders and say, yeah, we're going to use it anyway. Uh, you have others who say, wait a minute, that's going to limit free speech. And so then that becomes problematic. How do you see navigating uh, that part of the program? Well, there's no question that we want people to feel uh, the capacity to communicate what they believe freely. Uh, there are all sorts of apps. I don't have to tell you that or your listeners. There are there are thousands upon thousands of apps. Uh, but we want to make sure that if a, a communist China uh, a party is able to control or oversee the information that we're receiving or censor the things that Americans are saying, uh, that that would be unacceptable. Uh, and, and, uh, and so their systems would have to be detached from the capacity of the Chinese Communist Party to either spy on us or to propagandize us or to censor our citizens from expressing their views. Uh, and so important. And uh, as you pointed out at the beginning there, Senator, uh, one thing to be very upset and worried about our own country spying on us, but uh, if it's the Chinese Communist Party uh, or their businesses, and we should note that there really aren't private businesses in China, the, the government's yeah, controlling each, those. Yeah, each, each business in China, uh, in order to become a legitimate business in China, uh, has to cede to the Communist China Chinese Party uh, all information and technology that they might de- uh, develop. So uh, they, they are, if you will, all instruments in the hands of a very powerful Chinese government. Yeah, and let's shift to another uh, area of concern uh, as we uh, talk about Russia and their continued uh, pursuit in Ukraine. Uh, You had an opinion piece over the weekend uh, talking about what we need to do, what we need to be wary of. You have uh, sounded the alarm on Vladimir Putin and Russia, uh, and people, I think, are finally hearing that call. And where are we as it relates to that? What should we be doing as it relates to Ukraine and where do you think Vladimir Putin is uh, in terms of what he's trying to do next? Well, Vladimir Putin's in kind of a tough spot. Uh, his country uh, is uh, is shrinking in terms of its population. Its GDP is small. It really can't be competitive with either the United States or China. So he wants to grab more territory, more population, more industry. So he wants to invade other countries and grab what they have. Uh, and uh, Ukraine is pushing back against that. The Ukrainians are fighting this war on their own. Uh, we agreed in 1994 that we would assure their sovereignty as a nation. We did that as an agreement for them to give up their nuclear weapons, mm. which they did. So we have an obligation, uh, and we're meeting that obligation, I believe, by providing them with the weapons to fight the war themselves. Uh, they will they will pursue that as, as they feel appropriate. Uh, but uh, it's very much in our interest, in the interest of communicating to our friends around the world that we stand by our word, uh, that we continue to provide them the, the armament they need. And just by the way, uh, we, we spend about $800 billion a year on our military. The uh, portion that we're providing to uh, Ukraine is about 5% of that number. So I believe it's, it is money very well spent. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, 
the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and I want to go back to, to what you pointed out there, Senator, because I don't think a lot of people are, are tuning into this. We often talk about NATO and, you know, attack on one is attack on all, but Ukraine's not a member of NATO. Uh, but you bring back this really important thing in terms of nuclear weapons in 1994 uh, as an incentive and, and our promises there and just how important those are, not just to Ukraine, but to other places like Taiwan and other allies around the world to, to really question, is America really going to be with us uh, when it's really tough? Well, as, as you point out, uh, we have made commitments to other nations, uh, certainly through NATO, uh, but also in the Pacific, whether it's Japan or South Korea and others. Our, our commitments are not the same for, for all these nations, but uh, th- those nations are all watching to see whether we honor our word or we do not. Uh, and if they determine that, that we're just going to walk away from Ukraine, not only are we not fighting with them, we don't have soldiers there. We're not shedding blood in Ukraine, but, but we're providing them with the weapons. They need to fight their own war. Uh, if they see us walking away even from that, uh, they would completely lose confidence in any agreement we would uh, sign with them. And by the way, we'd lose uh, ultimately a lot of friends and allies and find ourselves uh, standing alone perhaps at a time when it's uh, extraordinarily valuable to have friends. Yeah, that uncertainty uh, is is the enemy in, in so many cases, uh, not just relating to military, but into a host of other things, including economics. Uh, I also wanted to ask you one other thing relating to that, uh, Senator, and that is that uh, some people have said, you know, we've been doing this in kind of dribs and drabs in terms of what we've been delivering uh, to Ukraine. Uh, is it time to be a little more forward-leaning uh, so that we're, they're not getting uh, kind of just in time or just a little late uh, when it comes to those uh, critical resources they need to combat Russia? You know, I wish I were more of a military strategist uh, to be able to precisely answer that. I, I do know that a number of my colleagues who have extensive military background, like Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas, are, are very critical and feel that the, the president has, has slow-rolled our uh, our weapon support to, to Ukraine. Um, and, and that may well be right. We, uh, the, the president has been a little late um, in, in providing the weaponry that, that Ukraine needs. Now, I recognize that the, uh, the United States doesn't want to, uh, you know, confront uh, uh, Russia in such a way that we get drawn into the war. That, that would be uh, something we do not want to have happen. But, but nonetheless, I wish we were a little more forward-leaning and giving Ukraine a, a stronger hand and more able to push back against the Russians and to get them out of their country. Yeah, and as you as you look at this from a, a slightly broader context in terms of China and Russia, uh, give me a sense from your from you and from your colleagues what you've been doing on the committee there uh, as it relates to how these things are all interconnected and what we should be most careful of or most uh, concerned about as it relates to U.S. national security. Well, no question, but that the greatest threat to our national security uh, over this century is that China is becoming uh, a superpower and intends to far surpass us with a stronger military. Their navy is already bigger than ours. They have weaponry, rocket weaponry, hypersonics that we don't have yet. Uh, so they're they're a, a military threat, and we need to make sure that we we stand up against uh, against the aggressiveness potentially that, that comes from a very powerful China. One of the reasons we want to be strong is to prevent China or anyone else uh, testing us and and coming against us anywhere or our friends. 
Uh, and, and so we, we don't want to have these weapons in order to uh, go to war. We want to have the weapons to keep from going to war. Uh, and, and I don't think there's anything China is watching more closely than whether uh, we're able to stand the, our ground uh, by providing weaponry to Ukraine when it needs it. If, if Russia were able just to rush, run over Ukraine and we were to run and hide and cease providing them weaponry, uh, that would be the, the quickest um, signal that China had ever received to, to go ahead and invade others of its neighbors. Yeah, so uh, these are all crucial conversations as it relates to China and TikTok and all of those things with uh, critical infrastructure and, and what's happening here uh, with those things. Ukraine and Russia, obviously another component to it. Uh, we know last week here in Utah we had snowmageddon. I know in Washington, D.C. today it is hearing palooza. Uh, seems like everyone's having a hearing today. And uh, there's one that's actually really crucial to what's going on out here in the West that you've been in the middle of, and that's relating to wildfires as an increasing problem. Uh, before I let you go, I wanted to sneak in. Uh, give us some insight in terms of hearings there, what you've been learning, and what we need to be thinking about as it relates to wildfires in the West. Well, there, there are two things that I think are really important that we learned about wildfires. Uh, one is we have a commission that's been uh, stood up uh, nationwide, not just government people, uh, that's looking for how we can fight fires better, and we need more fixed-wing aircraft that can respond more quickly. That's number one. But then number two, we have to do a better job reducing the fuel load in some of our forests. And, and, and that, that is uh, – it's borne out in the data. The number of fires per year hasn't changed over the last 25 years about the number of fires but we're burning far more acres and that's because there's so much more fuel load we need to have more control burns we need to be able to, to harvest the dead wood uh, by allowing lumber uh, companies to take out the dead wood we're not doing that as well as we could uh, so we got to reduce the fuel load to keep the fires from uh, from burning as conflagrations and we've got to also fight them faster with better equipment yeah, so important that we get uh, that done and that done right. And it is a, a combination both in terms of what the federal government needs to do on those federal lands in terms of that fuel load and just allowing things to be managed a little bit better as well as that capacity uh, for sure. Uh, Senator, I know it's a very busy day. Anything else we should be keeping our eye on back there? <laughs> Oh, there's so much going on, but the, you you hit some of the topics of the of the day, uh, and uh, you know I'm 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 hopeful that we'll be able to address some of these things. The president today came out with his budget uh, for the coming year, and of course we're uh, shaking our head. It calls for another huge increase in government spending and a dramatic increase in taxes. Uh, the Medicare taxes go up a lot under his proposal. Uh, that's dead on arrival. That's just not going to happen. We Republicans are not going to vote for his tax increases. But, uh, you know, that <laughs> some of these battles you've heard of for a number of years, and they continue. <laughs> and we appreciate you being in the middle of the middle of a lot of those uh, crucial conversations on a, on a wide range of things. Very busy day in Washington. Uh, Senator Romney, thank you so much for uh, making some time for us here on Inside Sources today. Thanks, Boyd. All the best. All right. Again, Utah Senator Mitt Romney joining us uh, live from Washington, D.C., a host of things. We'll break that all down as we continue on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We'll step aside for a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.